Know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. It is time for us, those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton in the studio. He is Jeff Smith in the golf cave, Timbergate Golf Course in Denver, Indiana. We have just completed another, our second consecutive Tuesday at 1 meeting on Stereo. Dot com, which is a totally free app you need to download for your phone, whether it's iPhone or Android. They got it for both. Jeff's Quick Fix, we do it every Tuesday at 1 Eastern Time. This past one, we tackled the hook. Hooking. Well, we did the slicing on the first one, right? So, right. So this is hooking. We had to talk to hookers. Well, <laughs> it's a little different animal when we're talking in the golf world. We're moving along, right along. But anyhow, what we've got to say here, what Jeff mentioned, if if you missed it, that's not a problem because we're going to show it in the next segment of the show. We are going to replay that particular stereo live show. What Jeff says in there in that quick fix is he fixed the hook, which is the shot. If you're a right-handed golfer, it's the shot that starts out and then bends to the left. And if you're a left-handed golfer, it bends to the right. This is not the shot that shoots directly to the left or shoots directly on that to line. the right. Right. Those are also bad shots, and there is fixes to them, or are fixes to them is a fix to each, whatever. Well, there is a fix to each of those <laughs> yes. shots, yes, because they are different <laughs> shots, right? And we're fixing your golf, not your grammar. So don't worry about it. Don't worry about it at all. But Grammar Nazi. Jeff mentioned in the <laughs> quick fix that there are four different ways – or different reasons why your shot can go left. It can either curve left or shoot direct left or whatever. The quick fix that you are about to hear covers only one of those four. The rest of the show is going to cover those other three. Because if your shots go to the left, we're going to fix that for you here, now, today, right? We can do that. We can. Yeah. Because as we have said before, I I can do that. Jeff is wicked smart. Do you want me to pay you now? <laughs> send me. The, I'll okay. send you a bill. That ain't no okay. thing. That ain't no All thing. Right. But again, yeah, um, just so you do not miss out on next week's live quick fix, go right now and download the Stereo app. Just go to Stereo.com slash golf guy underscore Jeff and download it. And then you will be yeah. able to, uh, you'll hear. Follow me, man. That's it. Follow him and get a better golf game. There you go. Right. Much more quick fixes on the way. So do hang out. We are those weekend golf guys and we're coming right back. This episode of those weekend golf guys is brought to you by DraftKings, America's premier sports book. There's a group of guys I play golf with regularly. I got to tell you, the first thing we do in the first tee, we fire up a good cigar. Because there is nothing that goes better with golf than a good hand-rolled cigar. And that's just the first one. And we all use Cigars International. We found them. Have you seen them yet? Have you used them? They've got all the right choices for a round of 18 and all the right gizmos and gadgets that make it as easy as possible. They've got windproof torches. They have crush-proof travel cases. And they get those clips that attach to the golf cart. And they have great cigar deals from their daily deals to weekly specials to the Cigar of the Month Club. And if you don't know what you want, get one of their sampler packs. And right now, Cigars International is offering our listeners 10% off plus free shipping. That's right, 10% off your order plus free shipping. To take advantage of these incredible savings, just go to CigarsInternational.com and use the promo code GOLFGUYS when you're ready to check out. That website is CigarsWithAnSInternational.com. 
and use promo code GOLFGUYS. 10% off plus free shipping, cigarsinternational.com. So you're filling out that form at the doctor's office where they ask you to just check out the diseases you, you think you have. And one of them says erectile dysfunction. And you go, do I want to check that one? I mean, I don't want that awkward conversation with the doctor right now. I, I really don't. And then I don't want to go to the pharmacy and stand in line and have some young thing hand me these pills. I want something discreet. I want no in-person doctor visits. I want no awkward conversations. I want no waiting in line at a pharmacy. Just fix it for me in the comfort of my home, which we can do at BlueChew.com. You can get the first chewables with the active ingredients in uh, Viagra and Cialis from BlueChew.com. You can get prescribed at no cost with a BlueChew.com affiliated doctor, and then they send it right to your door in discreet packaging. Here's an even better part for you. You visit BlueChew.com and you get your first order free when you use the promo code golf guys just pay five bucks shipping that's b-l-u-e-chew.com promo code golf guys just chew it and do it bluechew.com promo code golf guys we are those weekend golf guys i'm john ashton he is jeff smith he is in the golf cave at edinburgh indiana's timbergate golf course where he teaches many people how to improve He's also been on Stereo.com, where he has been teaching you how to improve. We do a new thing every Tuesday at 1 in the afternoon Eastern Time called Jeff's Quick Fix. This week, it was how to get rid of that nasty old hook. Last time, we were talking about that big old nasty slice that everybody has. That ball that curves away from you, not in your best interest. But today, we're going to talk about that other nasty curveball. We're going to talk about the one that they call the hook. A lot of hookers in the world out there of golf. <laughs> Righties, balls curving left. Lefties, the balls curving right in the direction of their body. And nobody really likes it because you can't really talk to your golf ball and get it to listen when it's in the middle of curving. They seem to be deaf. They're, let's say that they don't want to listen to you and do what you beg them to do. <laughs> so um, let's just put it out there right now. Um, hook and it's not so fun. So yeah. let's talk about why balls hook. Why do they curve, John? You look at it and you're like, ah, I wish I knew. Am I coming over the top of it? Am I swinging across it in what way? In some way? Yeah, you are really. You're swinging across it where the ball is getting struck when the club face is pointed one place and the swing direction is going away from your body. So all of a sudden the ball might start out straight toward your target. And your, you know, first initial thought is, Hey, it's going good. And then all of a sudden you see it start to spin left. A lot of that as a right-handed golfer. You're like, ah, no. So we have a mismatch much like when we were slicing, we have a mismatch between the club face position at the time it hit the ball and the swing direction at the time the club hit the ball. So what we're always looking to avoid is that mismatch. So the first thing I want you to do to fix it, I want you to grab your club, John, stick your club in both hands, put your regular old grip on it. And then I want you to stand upright and I want you to stick your arms straight out in front of your chest and think like this is a baseball bat for a moment. And I want you to rear back behind you with your golf club and swing it out in front of you so it stops right in front of your chest. And the club face is facing somewhere. And I'm willing to bet that if you have a hooking problem, ball curving left problem, that as your arms get fully extended straight, 
and your wrists are fully extended out in front of you and you stop that thing right out in front of your chest, your club face is facing left. So the fix to that right away is to twist the club in your hands a little bit back to the club being straight and then test it again and say, what do I got? My arms are straight out in front of me. And now my club face, the lines on the club face, John, you know, those grooves they got in the face of the club that you have to take the the dirt out of in order to see. You do have to take the dirt out in order to see John. That's a nice thing for you to point that out. Um, Oddly enough, John's calling himself out on that because he saved me the trouble. Because I always seem to point out that, John, it's a whole lot easier to see the grooves on your face when you can see the grooves on your face. Yes. yes. <laughs> and you were that thinking I was just talking many. about age lines. <laughs> <laughs> so when those, when those grooves are straight up and down, when your arms are fully extended, wrists are fully extended out in front of you, and you've delivered a club out in front of you, and you see them straight up and down, you know what I would do at this point, John? I would bend uh-huh. over, drop the club on the ground, and hit the shot. Because your <laughs> ball now is going to fly a whole lot straighter because you didn't have a club face facing left of whatever direction you were swinging the ball in or swinging the club in. And all of a sudden, you have more linear flight. It's not going to okay, be a no, curve me, ball anymore. Let me jump in and ask you a question, okay? Yes. Uh-huh. You mentioned about swinging across your body. Yes, now, I did. Was this a combination of club face pointing left and swinging across your body, or was this one of two things that you could be doing that causes the ball to go to the left? Well, the first thing, now, we, we, let's define hook, right? Because that's <laughs> hook. A, curve, a curve ball, right? So if you're a hooker, right. you are curving your golf ball left. But if it's flying in a straight line manner, that is not a hook. It's not a curveball. No. The face of the club at, at impact is facing the same direction the club is swinging. So you could be swinging across your body as a right-handed golfer, and it could go left because the face is also matching your path, but it would fly in a straight line. It wouldn't be okay. a curveball, right? Okay. That's the, that's the, the curveball okay, comes. Cool. Yes, right. The curveball happens when the club face is facing left of the swing direction at the time it hits the ball. The the curveball, the hook, the curveball to that's the right. left. Right, because that puts your last spin time on it, we talked it starts about in the, one direction and comes around to another. I got you. That's right. Right. Okay. Last time we were right. talking about the other curveball, the one that was curving to the right. In which case, the club face is facing right of the direction of the swing right so there we have it folks we've got a nice little thing here called get rid of your hook right and the simplest look as i'm talking about this from the golf studio i don't have any idea of what any of y'all listeners are swinging like i don't know but i do know this that ball is the single most obedient child that you have ever seen in your whole life (laughs) (laughs) And it will do everything that that club face tells it to do. And I do know it's a simple fact of physics that if your club face is facing the same direction it is swinging when it plows into that golf ball, you are not going to be seeing a lot of curvature. You're going to be seeing a lot of linear flying shots. If it's a linear flying shot flying directly to the left, then you still have a problem you need to try to fix. 
Well, with your with your swing direction, in which case you may right. be talking about maybe it's alignment position, maybe it's a ball position thing, maybe you didn't get it back far enough behind you. Those are a bunch of maybes, but we got rid of the curveball today. Okay. So as we get rid of curves, right, we're we're going to make sure that our club face to path relationship, as I talked about right. the path the club's moving into the golf ball from, right? right? So if we match the club face to our path, man, we're in good shape. I just want to make sure we didn't get any nasty letters from someone saying, it's still going left. This time it just goes straight. <laughs> yeah, but you know, so. it, we're talking about the shape of the shot, right. right? Calling it a hook. Now, we're not talking about anything left because if, if somebody comes to me and they say, Jeff, my ball just goes left. I'm like, okay, let's define it. And they're like, no, 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 left. Like, okay, <laughs> how did it get there? Because there's four ways a ball can go left. It can start left and stay on a straight line, the linear shot I just spoke about, right? Right. And it could, it could start left and curve left. It could start straight and curve left, or it could start right and curve left, all of which end up left of their target. And that's four different kinds of lefts. And they look at me and go, yeah, okay, right. So mine's <laughs> the one that starts left and curves left. So I'm like, okay, good. So in that case, let's fix the face. And the next thing you know, they're going linear shots and they're going up the middle. And they're like, how did you know it was that? It was pretty simple. He's wicked smart. Yeah. Wicked smart. So there you go. So just make sure we got the um the, the differentiation down for, for people who are understanding that the hook means it actually curves to the left if yeah. you're a right hander, curves to the right if you're a left hander. So there you go. Exactly. Very cool. So yes. So All don't right. be a so hooker. Don't be a hooker. It's not good. You can get in a lot of trouble. No. And um next week. One o'clock next Tuesday, we will be right back here, and Jeff will have yet another phenomenal quick fix. Thanks for joining us. You can tune in thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Uh, catch the radio show, catch the podcast, uh, more quick fixes, more great golf conversations, and uh, you're going to learn something, whether it's how to play better or have more fun or whatever. Just listen to us. Check us out, thoseweekendgolfguys.com. We'll talk to you right here next Tuesday at 1 in the afternoon Eastern time. Thanks for joining us on Just Quick Fix. So tell me again, you say, how to get this stereo app. It is free for both Android and iPhones. You simply go to stereo.com slash golfguy underscore Jeff, or you can go to golfguy underscore John. Follow one of us or both of us, and at which point every Tuesday at 1 when the quick fix show begins live on the stereo app you will be notified and plenty of time to show up that's just one of the four ways that a golf shot can go to the left hang out because jeff's going to fix the other three when we come right back stunning you don't have to hit a shot to fall in love with the pete Dye and donald ross courses at french lake resort our hotel and golf packages are the way to go Add the casino and spas, and it's a road trip for the memory book. Safely get back to the game you love with one of the packages found online at FrenchLick.com. Legendary golf at French Lick Resort. A breath of fresh air. Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Have you ever wanted to give yourself better odds on winning a bet? 
Well, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you a chance to do just that. All players who place a bet on Sunday night's basketball game between L.A. and Denver will have a hand in lowering the over-under on the game. That's right. For every 1,000 players who bet the over on Sunday night's game, the over-under will drop by one point. So every better who hammers the over in Sunday night's Denver versus Los Angeles game helps to lower the game's over-under. And the best part is that even as the line lowers, the odds remain at even money. So you can double your money by hammering the over. Yes, this is your chance to improve the odds of the over-hitting. So tell your friends and family, this is a team effort. Hammer the over and improve your odds of doubling your money. That's promo code WEEKEND for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Or in Virginia, call 888-532-3500. All right, we'll, we'll officially kick this off, if uh, you pardon the expression. This week on The Approach Shot. Former NFL quarterback Gus Farad talks about ethnicity. People always thought I was Italian. You know, I, I hate to disappoint him. I'm like, no, I'm Polish. So <laughs> About the big game. Well, I, I think the Chiefs are going to win. And, of course, about golf. On and two and three plays. <laughs> download an episode or two of The Approach Shot today at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download podcasts. And find us on the web at ApproachShot.net. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us, facebook.com slash golf guys. And thanks for hanging and coming back. And uh, we are those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. You just heard Jeff do his quick fix uh, on stereo, not in stereo, on stereo. It's an app. Download it for your iPhone or your Android. Just go to the app store and download it. It's free. Follow us, and you'll get a quick fix live every Tuesday afternoon at 1 Eastern time. But that whole swinging to the left hook. Well, this curveball to the left really is what we talked about. Some of us will call it a power draw. Some of us <laughs> want to call it whatever we want to make it sound like it's better shot. Yeah. Add the word power to it. It sounds really good. It does. Yeah. Right? But when you power it into the face of the bunker on the left, it's not so good, is it? Yeah, or into the water on the left or the yeah. woods on the left. Went in there powerfully. Yeah. It it's does. Awesome. Majestically and powerfully, boom. But the thing of it is – It was like a bullet going into water. You still, you still lost about three bucks. <laughs> Anyhow, that is just one of three reasons why your ball might head off in that direction. And the club face has to be straight, and Jeff explained in there how to do it. We don't need to reiterate that. In the next two segments, we're going to cover the other three ways that you can fix your ball going to the left. Right. So here's here's the thing, right? I have people come to me all the time, and this is something that I want to – all of our listeners, I want you to pay attention to to get it clear in your own heads about what your ball really did. If you are a golfer and you generalize, then you're not giving yourself – the right kind of information. Cause I have tons of students come for the first time they come and they say something along the lines of Jeff, it just keeps going left or it just keeps going right. How did it go there? Where did the ball start? I don't know. It just went right, man. Just went left. What are you talking about? How? No, it matters how, because wherever the ball starts is telling you where the club face was facing at the time it touched the ball. So we know something. We have to kind of play Columbo here a little bit, get some evidence. <laughs> got to sniff around. We got to find out, hey, let's just wonder it. You know, <laughs> where did your ball start? <laughs> it's flight from where it was when you hit it. 
Which direction was that? Like, I don't know, man. It must have had, it was left. It started left. It just went left. So if it starts left, we know where the club face was. It was obviously left because the ball can't take off left if the club face is facing straight toward your target. Can it, John? No, sir. It cannot. Can it start off left if it's facing right of your target? No, sir. It cannot. So it's pretty obvious that if you paid attention to your ball flight, you'd know where the club face was at the moment it struck the ball if you're paying attention. Right. So I'm encouraging all of you who are not yet my students – to pay attention to that because that means the club face was left of the swing path. It was even left of the target, which probably means, probably, maybe, we'll see. It means that it was left in your hands before you even took that club back. It's very possible. So we know that already. We got a chance at getting this one right. But what about the one that starts up the middle and then curves left? John, where was the club face if the ball starts up the middle and then curves left? Straight. Yeah, it was pretty much pointed up the middle, wasn't it? It certainly was. Hey, John, can a ball start up the middle if the face is facing left? No, sir, it cannot. (laughs) Hey, John, can a ball start up the middle if the face is facing right? No, sir, it cannot. (laughs) You're correct. So we do know yet again on the one that starts up the middle and then curves left where the face was. Right. How about that other shot that we could talk about, right? How about the ball that starts right and curves hard left? Hmm. Where's the club face, John? Uh, to the right. To the right. Because, again, you're figuring this out. I know. Yes. The, the ball, ball can't will start s- to the right no, if sir, the club face can- is facing to the left. No, sir, it cannot. <laughs> and the club face can't be pointed straight if it starts to the right either, can it? Yeah, no. Nope. And this is why we pay attention to ball flight. This is what I beat into my students' heads on the first time they see me, and then all of a sudden they can make the correct fix Because if you don't know where your club face was at the moment it touched the ball, it makes it very difficult for you to know what to do. Mm -hmm. Now, why does the ball curve left, John? Because the uh, swing path is going from the left to the right. Well, the face could also be facing to the left to the right, and the ball would just go straight. So how about we understand the ball's curving because the face is pointed differently than the path direction. So let's say... Makes sense now. Oh, uh-huh. geez, he's tying it all together, making sense of it now. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. John, your ball starts up the middle and curves left because the face was still left of its path. But we do know that the face was up the center, so we know that the path was up the right side. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah. So if we wanted something to go a little bit better, let's say start a little bit further right and curve back left a little bit less, like that oh so beautiful baby draw that people tell me they want. Mm-hmm. We would have to get the club face closer to its path, which means it's probably a little bit straightening out the club face in your hands a little bit better. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to bet that somebody put their hands on and, oh, let's say maybe they've got that famous interlock grip and they start with their hands interlocked. Their left hand is on the club and their right hand starts way underneath and they do this little finger thing where they wedge them together and they get the webbing of each finger crammed in against each other and the right hand is underneath and then all of a sudden it wraps around the side of the club and puts it on and they look at their hand position they go ah that's beautiful in the meantime in all that wrapping of the hand part they also twisted their club face a little bit left oh boy Uh now they're getting ready to swing a face that is already facing left Uh uh-oh and you know what that guess whose ball's gonna curve left john (laughs) (laughs) That guy's. That guy's, right. 
So let's just say that that guy, you know, because we always have to have a name for that guy. Yeah. Let's call him Frank today. <laughs> let's say that Frank, he used to be really good with his hands. His hands were, his fingers were really nimble and he could do fun things, mm-hmm. right? But all of a sudden he started to use those fingers and he started to tweak the shaft a little bit. And he started to roll the club in his hands a little bit, do a little finger messing around there, a little tweaking. And the club face turned out to be left in his hands and he never bothered to check because he just kind of set himself up and cocked his body a little bit the other way, raised the left side and dropped the right. Next thing you know, boom, his club face looked straight to him. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't deliver it the same way. He delivered it with firing his hands through there. And all of a sudden, the face was already left in his hands to begin with. And he fired it right through there. And the face wound up being left at impact. And bam, the ball starts left, curves left. And Frank is now singing the blues. He's down one ball. (laughs) Instead of playing the blues, he is singing the blues. That's what that is, right? (laughs) So, Frank, I know you're out there listening to us because you always do. John loves you. <laughs> but you know, the point I, I got to say something, man, because you, you just brought up something there. Yeah, you just brought up something that that confuses most amateur or recreational or whatever kind of golfers you want to call us. But we tend to look at the club face as it's lying on the ground behind the ball and try to yeah. decide if it's straight there. That is optically delusional. You really can't tell from that angle. You need to, as you have said in the previous segment, you need to hold it directly out in front of you with outstretched arms and look to check and make sure that the grooves are straight up and down. You will be surprised at how many times when it looks straight when it's behind the ball that it's not looking straight when you do that holding it out in front of you. Oh, it amazes me how often that happens. But, you know, it's interesting is I don't really look for that in students until their ball starts to curve mm-hmm. and they start to complain about it. Mm-hmm. Usually that's at the beginning of the golf lesson when they tell me what's going on, but I wait, <laughs> I, I wait. I don't, I don't need to beat them up with that just right away. You hoist them on their own petard. <laughs> well, you know, cause interestingly enough, there's a lot of people that I work with, John, that have enough club head speed to play the kind of golf they want to play. And they have generally decent aim to play the kind of golf they want to play. Mm-hmm. But they rarely deliver a club face in the way they think they are. Right. John, if you had to guess, what way does Frank think he delivers the club face all the time? Straight. Right. And right. how often does Frank ever hit a straight line flying ball shot, golf shot? Uh, probably 30% of the time. So I think that we probably ought to look at that. I would if I were Frank. Hey, Frank, what do you think? <laughs> I think we probably should. So interestingly enough, the time that I had a golf lesson, a physical golf lesson in front of Frank, it happened to be pointing out a couple of those, hey, where's where's your body pointed and where's your club face pointed mm-hmm. before you even take it back. Yeah. And Frank had a pretty good round of golf at that day. Yeah. And that, and that's something that nobody I, – I, I check that. I'm not going to say nobody. All generalizations are false, including this one. But most of us don't think about that in a pre-shot routine unless we no. have been taught to include that in a pre-shot routine. I include right. most that. Most people are just assuming stuff. I include that. For hold the club out. Maybe people go, what are you doing? You're taking too much time. No, I'm getting making sure that my ball is going to go where I'm aiming. 
I'm going to make sure that I'm taking a few extra seconds now to check the alignment of my club face so I don't have to take the three minutes to look for my ball that I just hit into the woods. Yeah, that's right. I paid for these balls, buddy. That's right. I'm going to keep them. <laughs> <laughs> right? My ra- my radio guy, Cred, ran out a long time ago with these <laughs> golf folks. They don't just give me golf balls anymore. I know, man. It's like, how many are you They're going through? They're making me stuff now. <laughs> we gave you 12 dozen last week. What the- Okay, not quite that bad. I did. We were trying to promote your balls to the squirrels. (laughs) We figured the best promotion is just seed the woods. (laughs) So when somebody else is in the woods looking for theirs, they'll find this one and go, oh, look at this. Were those those the ones with those weekend golf guys logo on them too? (laughs) Yeah, your name and phone number. That's great. Thanks. Make sure this doesn't happen again. Call Jeff. Uh, Listen, we we, we cannot say often enough, check the alignment of your club face vis-a-vis the ball. Okay? First, that should be the first thing you check when your ball is not going in the direction you think it should be going when you swing. What else do you check? Well, hang out, come back after this break, and we'll tell you. We are those weekend golf guys. Don't go away. Why don't you follow us on Twitter? It's very easy. Just go to twitter.com. We are at WKND Golf Guys. There is a brand new app out that I want you all to be aware of because it is going to revolutionize the way that Jeff and I and you deal with each other. It's called Stereo, and it is a free live broadcast social platform that enables people to have real conversations in real time. It's going to allow us to build a more intimate relationship with y'all by engaging you in direct conversation. So if you've got a question, let's say this Tuesday at one o'clock, you want to fix your slice and you want to talk to Jeff Smith directly about doing it, you can. (laughs) Yeah. Did you note that down? Okay, we're excited to offer all of our listeners a new way to interact with us. So join us on Tuesday at 1 in the afternoon for a live show on the Stereo app. You can download the free Stereo app and then select Those Weekend Golf Guys so you connect with us whenever we're live. Stay tuned for more details on how to engage with us on Stereo at the end of today's episode. Just go to Stereo.com slash golfguy underscore John to get started. There are a bunch of things that can negatively affect your performance on the golf course. You know, there's those nagging pains, the shoulder pain, elbow pain, wrist pain, even back pain, that kind of stuff. They're just nagging and and they can negatively affect how well you move. But something else is the anxiety, the nervousness, especially, you know, people watching you get a little uptight. Getting uptight is the worst thing for your golf game. So you can lose the first tee jitters and you can get on the level of performance you deserve. Well-being starts with well-care. You need to use the code WEEKEND for 20% off your first purchase. Visit WellCareBotanicals.com. That's WellCareBotanicals.com. Or you can call 888-211-2011. You've got problems with aches. You've got problems with pains. Or more like me, you've got problems with first T jitters and anxiety. WellCareBotanicals.com. Use code WEEKEND. Or call 888-211-2011. You want to see how great a golf instructor Jeff Smith really is? It's very easy. $5golfclub.com. The number $5golfclub.com. It's us, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. He is in the middle of telling you chapter and verse of what to do if your ball's not going in the direction you think it's going in. We have covered ad nauseum, check your club face. Can't say it enough. We've said it often. Check your club face. 
make sure it is pointed in the direction in which you think it should be pointed. And we told you how to do that. If you forgot or you missed it, check back in the last segment. Now, you've checked your club face. You know that it's pointed in the direction you want it to go in. You have taken that shot, and it curves left and or right. What happened? All right. So now, once you've checked and you've determined that your club is in your hands in a straight manner, that means you didn't screw it up at the beginning. That means you screwed it up during, (laughs) right? Because there's two times to screw this up, Frank, right? (laughs) Yeah. So let's say that you're in the – the ball starts right and curves right for a minute. But yet you checked your club face and it was good in your hands. You were whipping that thing right out in front of you and looked and that thing came back and it was straight. And you're like, okay, great. So now you have to ask, I wonder what the face opener was here. What made it happen? Did I just pull on my left arm? Did I just pull the handle beyond the ball and my club face couldn't get around there? That is way possible Mm -hmm. because there's a ton of people out there, Frank, (laughs) that – holds on so tightly to the grip. When he comes through, he just dragging his arms and dragging the handle because he thinks of the word lag. What a lousy, stinking word that thing is for a lot of people. <laughs> I got to keep my lag. You know what that means? That means you're going to be dragging that handle and the head's going to be laying it behind and it is not going to get around, coming around the corner, so to speak, and get down to that ball in time for that face to be pointed straight when it makes contact. So chances are really good if you're screwing it up after you've checked and the ball starts off right, curves right, that you could be pulling on your left arm, pulling it either away toward the target or back behind you and away toward the target a little bit. Next thing you know, the club face is completely left behind it never arrives at the golf ball at the time it needs to. I like to say it's late to the party. And that's that's just a, a thing of not getting your hands back in time, right? It's not just your hands. It's the the club head. Yeah, but I mean if what you just showed right there with, with coming through the lag thing. The, yeah, that dragging of the hands and turning the body and pulling on the left arm. But the whole, and you're never uncocking your wrist, never gonna, unleashing that's, it. That's what I'm trying to say. The power comes when you yeah. unleash your wrist, not holding them back. Yeah, I know. It's so much fun to actually do that. Because then the club head comes racing around the corner there and whacks the golf ball, and it's finally facing straight, and everybody's happy. Yeah, and it goes straight, and it goes far, and it goes high, and it, it right. feels like you went through butter, and it's just like, you go, exactly. oh, I can play now, this game. How about that guy that say goes left? I mean, that's not the only reason, but it's a major reason why people start right, curve right after they've checked it, right? So I just gave you a big example of say, I checked this at the beginning, so I didn't screw it up at the beginning. I screwed it up during my swing. Okay. Now that's, there's more than one reason, but I just picked a common one Mm -hmm. so that a lot of people who are listening to the show can say, yeah, okay, that's probably me. In which case, fellas, Stop thinking of the word lag and soften up that left arm so you're not squeezing the living snot out of it and let your right hand do its job and send that club head right into that golf ball. That would be a great thing. Mm -hmm. That's not the only way, but it's a common way. So I'm telling you about that one. Here we are talking about this in the show about the hook. And I've already checked to make sure that the club face is 
facing straight. Right. And I managed to screw this one up. So clearly something's happening that is, say, rolling the club face to the left in the process before it touches the ball. Right. Uh-oh. Right. There's people, I say that right away. When I say before it touches the ball, a lot of my students go, but my last instructor told me I was to, supposed to roll my right hand over my left in my swing. Okay, did he say when? And they go, well, no. <laughs> I'm like, guess what happens if you manage to pull that off because you've worked so hard at it and you pull that off before you actually ran into the golf ball? Wouldn't your right hand be rolling over your left be a bad thing at that point? And they all kind of look at me and go, oh. That means my club face is turning left and it's already left before it hits. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's a terrible thing. Yeah. So you know what I do with those people? I whip out my trusty tennis racket, put it in their right hand, and I give them a big visual going, hey, do you want Mm -hmm. this happening when you're hitting a tennis ball? And they said, not before I hit the ball. I'm like, that's exactly right. Okay. So then I get them to cock the wrists and uncock it to straight and get them to do that. Next thing you know, now they understand that they're really not trying to roll one hand over the other. They're trying to take the palm of that right hand and smash into that ball as straight as humanly possible. Right. And then I even have this other really cool thing. I have a two by four that I hold, which got a little handle on it. It's kind of cool. And then, John, were you ever in a, a fraternity in college? No? Okay. No, I never got specked. I never got paddled, man. <laughs> okay. But the paddle, right? See, everybody's got a picture of that, right? Mm-hmm. That fraternity paddle. Got, it's a board, right? But they carved a little handle and you put your hand on it mm-hmm. and it fits in the palm of your hand. And so what I have them do is I hold one board and they hold the other and they smack that paddle into the other one, make these really loud. And I won't do it now because we're on the radio. Right. Clap, clapping noise. Mm-hmm. And you can just imagine the loud slapping sound that you hear when a flat piece of wood smashes up against another flat piece of wood. Right. And all of a sudden they really understand what they're trying to do with their hands and not roll one over the other prior to touching the ball. And now all of a sudden they're no longer hooking because they realize the thing they've got in their hand is just like that board and it matches the palm of their hand. Mm -hmm. And then they're smacking into it, but not rolling over prior to touching the ball. Would that be an exercise you might suggest they do either with a board or with a tennis racket or something? And because the tennis racket is much more visual, the, the visual cues would be much easier to see with a tennis racket when it's they straight are. and when it starts to curve. Uh huh. So you think that might be a good way to practice? I think it's a terrific thing to practice because the visuals there really are convincing. The face of a tennis racket is just a few inches away from the palm of your right hand. Right. And as soon as you see them being off the palm of your right hand, you realize something's amiss. Yeah. And you'll straighten it out before you swing, right? And then at the same time, you'll see this big gigantic hand and racket combination coming in around you and you won't turn because you'll see it and you're not trying to turn it because you know bad things will happen if you do turn it over prior to touching it. Right. You could imagine that if Frank decided he was going to do that, he could stop his hook problem right away. He could. And you could stop calling him Frank the hooker. Yes, we could. And that would be a great thing because he doesn't appreciate that. I know. He gets so angry. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Okay. So let's extrapolate just a little bit with the few minutes we have left. Um, the, The power draw we have fixed. 
But what about? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's define <laughs> your version of power. Power draw. draw. Hook. We? Duck hook. <laughs> okay. Okay. Duck hook. Right. Because that's just a matter of it's, it's a bad, 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 it's bad semantics, thing. right? <laughs> One man's duck hook is another man's power draw. Right. <laughs> it just depends on you know how how much you yeah again like you say semantics purely semantics right and we don't want to be anti-semantic here so let's tell you that <laughs> that what we need to do is hit a draw if that's what we aspire to and a lot of us do aspire to it what what do we need to take the power draw back to a nice comfortable draw well the first thing i want to go back to is of course check the differential between the palm of the right hand and the club face. Mm -hmm. If the palm of the right hand is on the side of the shaft and the club face is twisted a little bit to the left, you could be in for too much trouble. Right. So let's get the club face really, really, really close to being exactly the same as the palm of the right hand. And if it is, when the palm of the right hand comes in there and smashes into that golf ball, the club face will not be very far off. Now, remember, folks, to get the gentle draw, the gentle curve, it only takes like one or two degrees. Mm -hmm. And that's really hard to see. So you got to think that it's really, really close to the palm of your right hand Yeah, to get that better. And if you can do that, now you can start to control it and just call it a nice little baby draw yeah. instead of John's power, power draw. Power. Duck hook, duck <laughs> hook, duck hook. Because the, the thing of it is, too, is, is sometimes Quack. You, Quack. Do, you do things in spite of yourself uh, or you do things that you don't understand, but you're going to keep doing it even though you don't know why or how it's happening. My new driver. How, yeah. how much longer? It's been almost a year now. How much longer can I call it my new driver? As long as it keeps treating you well, because as soon as you just call it your driver, it starts to get a little smitten. Okay. And, well, you know, like, okay, okay. Then it'll be my new driver It's forever. like taking the demo sticker off. You never do it. <laughs> demo sticker is the thing that makes it so that it's not quite yours, but you're going to buy it. <laughs> I go right? through. As soon as you buy it, now yeah, all of a sudden it's, it's it doesn't like, work yeah, anymore. Right, I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't work anymore. It's like that 45-day window. It always works in the first 45 days. You feel good about it, right? But the pre-shot routine, which I have developed, as, as we discussed earlier, even though some people laugh at me, but making sure that the club face is where it needs to be in relation to where you want the ball to go. I yes. do that at, on every shot with every club, including my driver. But now there's something. The ball starts just a tad right, maybe one or two degrees, not much at all. And then, and then it, it winds up going straight, but it, it does it with a little bit of a left curvature to it. I mean, I can, I can basically put it down right in front of, you know, where I aimed, but it's going to do it with a little right to left flight path. So that's you swinging out to the right with a face being delivered just barely to the left of it. Okay. Right. So, that means that the face is still a little bit to the right of the target because it started out over there, uh -huh. right? But it was still left of the swing direction because it came back to the left. Right. See what I mean? Yeah. But it works. So face so was right of target, it? left of path. And boy, what a great thing to have, right? <laughs> yeah. It works well, man. It does. It's, it's even fun. It's even to the point where 
you call me on the phone and tell me <laughs> how badly you just beat Frank. <laughs> and that he was a little bit grumpy because of it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> Get out of my bar. Get off my lawn. It's, <laughs> That's right. It's, it's great. You know, um, I know that you keep threatening to teach me aim point. I think maybe um, I do another, another week or two. Maybe uh, I need to come up there and we need to do a live recording of of you teaching me vis-a-vis or me uh, and and by extrapolation everyone else aim point. Well, you know, if we're going to do something like that, yeah, on the show, yeah, we're going to have video. So you're going to have a video of a video compatriot a video. Um, part component. Yeah. There'll be a video component to it that people can follow along with. Yes. Right. So as we do that, you know, one of the things that's important to know here is there's still snow on the ground up here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah. we should wait till it's warmer. Yeah, we should do that. Well, okay. Forget I mentioned it. The groundhog yeah. said six more weeks of winter. So, uh, you know, hell, what does he know? They yeah, woke he him up. Know it. He'd be he grumpy. I say the same thing. I say, yeah, six more weeks. Go back to bed. I All I know here. is I'm booking. I'm booking flights to South to do some golf <laughs> schools with some some of my friends down in warmer weather. Let me tell you. All right, we fixed your slice. We fixed your draw. We're going to come by back and reiterate and just recap what you need to do. Don't you go away. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. Facebook.com slash golf guys. Have you ever wanted to give yourself better odds on winning a bet? Well, DraftKings Sportsbook's giving you a chance to do just that. All players who place a bet on Sunday night's basketball game between L.A. and Denver will have a hand in lowering the over-under on the game. That's right. For every 1,000 players who bet the over on Sunday night's game, the over-under will drop by one point. So every better who hammers the over in Sunday night's Denver versus Los Angeles game helps to lower the game's over-under. And the best part is that even as the line lowers, the odds remain at even money. So you can double your money by hammering the over. Yes, this is your chance to improve the odds of the over-hitting. So tell your friends and family, this is a team effort. Hammer the over and improve your odds of doubling your money. That's promo code WEEKEND for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT or in Virginia, call 888-532-3500. Did you hear us earlier tell you about the new app, Stereo? You know, stereo app users can engage with the platform to listen in, to seek out topics, and to join conversations about issues and ideas that interest them. There's a lot of stuff on there. Comedy, pop culture, lifestyle, sports, and us, those weekend golf guys. You can download the app for free. Just go to the Apple or the Android app stores. Once you download the app, you'll be able to create an avatar and a profile, and then you can submit audio messages to the hosts of conversations to join that conversation in real time. Like us, a Tuesday, 1 o'clock, we will be having a live audience interaction episode on Stereo. Jeff Smith will be here to fix your slice, and every Tuesday thereafter, he'll be there with some quick fix for your golf game. Tuesdays at 1, stereo, live talk from those weekend golf guys. So just go right now to www.stereo.com slash golfguy underscore John. Then we'll talk Tuesday afternoon at 1. And that is it for us, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He's Jeff Smith. We have uh, gone up. We, I, I take credit for the man's genius over here. No more power draw. 
No more power draw, aka hook. Quack. Yeah. Quack quack. <laughs> and again, just Sorry. just just adopt that pre-shot routine where you check and make sure that your club face is pointed in a direction in which you think it should go. Isn't that helpful? It is very to helpful. be that simple about golf, right? Yeah. If we can get a good grip and we can get a balanced athletic stance and we can put a ball in a place where our club bottoms out or really, really close to the bottom out of that thing, mm-hmm. we're going to play a lot better golf, folks. Yep. Don't just pull hard on the handle of the club so it goes out in front of the golf ball. Yep. If it's out in front of the golf ball, we're going to have a hard time getting that club head there. So let's not overuse that thought about lag, shall yeah. we? Because those who lag have to figure out how to unlag pretty quick. <laughs> and again, if you don't take the few extra seconds to check the club face alignment pre-shot, you're going to be taking advantage of those three minutes you're allotted to find that ball on many an occasion. Walk fast. Yeah. Yeah. Be a little hawkeye. How about the how about the the three minute thing? I understand that it's meant to speed up play. How many people actually carry a watch on them that they're looking at it? <laughs> they're going to find that ball come hell or high water. They're going to be looking for that thing. If that's yep. a Pro V or TP five X, <laughs> something they paid a lot of money for. That's right. <laughs> they're yeah. not looking at a watch. <laughs> that's right. Hey, take a shot. I'll meet you at the green. I'm finding this yeah, ball. Right. Damn it. That's right. <laughs> Exactly. All right. uh, Tuesdays at one live Jeff's quick fix on the stereo app stereo.com slash golf guy underscore Jeff follow him you will be alerted every Tuesday at one Eastern when he is on there live and every week he's going to do a little quick quick fix something that most of us do wrong that can very easily be rectified and Jeff will do it. Every Tuesday. have fun doing it, too. Yes. And you're going to have fun hearing it. So it's every Let's see Tuesday. if we can get Frank to listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not after he listens to this. I don't know. <laughs> so go stereo.com slash golf guy underscore Jeff right now. Download the app. It's free for your phone, whether iPhone or Android. They got it for both. And then check us out, thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash golf guys and also on Twitter at WKND Golf Guys. Other than that, if you got snow, do something indoors. If you don't got snow, go play some golf. <laughs> <laughs>